You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McCutcheon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Starbucks, this special edition Starbucks. Here we are on a Monday. Look at us being overzealous today, Jim. We even, I mean, we, you know, it's supposed to be on a Tuesday. Times we go off on a Wednesday. Last week, we didn't even do it at all. And here we are on a Monday. So anxious to do the show today. I wonder why. Yeah, something happened yesterday. And so, yeah, we're going to, we got up early on Monday. We're going to, we're going to discuss the, uh, the Adam Frazier trade finally happened. Oh, that's what this is about. I thought we were talking about that's the Cleveland Guardians. We can talk about that too. But probably not. <laughs> so the Pirates. Okay. All right. So we've been pretty much thinking the Pirates would be trading Adam Frazier for approximately a year now, right? Looked maybe into the offseason. It didn't happen at all, even though he was like the most talked about, you know, by John Heyman. All the traction, all the trade talk never took place. Go into this season. Charrington's looking like a genius hanging on to Adam Frazier because of how well Adam Frazier played right now. Right. Last year, probably selling him at his lowest. He hangs on to him, trades Tyone, trades Musgrove, trades Bell. They're, Musgrove's having a, a, a good season. The rest, more to be desired, maybe. So it worked out pretty good. Adam Frazier goes in this year, has a, I mean, he's leading MLB in, you know, hits, leading in doubles. He's an all star in, in Denver. Has the first hit there in Denver, right? As an all-star. Um, just a great, fantastic season. So it finally happens yesterday. Like right, what was it, the eighth inning, the ninth inning? Close to the end of the game. I want to say it was the eighth is kind of when things started trickling. Okay. And then, yeah. Because I think when was, the, when was he taken out of the game? I think he was taken out in the eighth. I think so. That's what I'm trying to remember. I know he was yeah. up at the seventh. So, okay. So the eighth inning comes. And right. It's reports that Adam Frazier has been traded to the Padres. For one, let's just talk about the team. The Padres, I was stunned by. You're hearing the Mariners. You've been hearing the Yankees. You've been hearing the White Sox. There's a, you know, there's, there's a number of teams they're connected with. Mm-hmm. Never did I hear the Padres. You? No, I don't think I heard any any of the Padres. And then when, you know, once they said, you know, the Padres, I was like, okay, that makes sense, you know, because Cronenworth's been playing a lot of first base. Hosmer um, stinks. Hosmer stinks. Jerks and Profar has been playing second. He stinks. So yeah, and once I kind of read once I kind of heard it, I was like, okay, I could I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's the Padres. Then it's rumored to be three players. So right off the bat, I'm thinking, oh, okay, three players. You know, Charrington's doing mm-hmm. kind of well. 
his MO has been taking like these low ranked uh, guys, you know, in the lower minors, high risk, high reward, you know, lots of upside. Probably the same thing. You know, everyone starts scouring the prospect rankings now, looking, looking, looking. So then it's announced the uh, the return. Apologize for the names, but <laughs> two Cupita. I, I got you if you need. Okay, thank you. All right. Yeah. Two Cupita Marcano, Jack Sawinski, and uh, is it Michelle Miliano? Uh, that that one I'm not really sure on. Okay, so uh, it's yeah. it's either I'm thinking Michelle Michelle Miliano or Mitchell Miliano. Michelle, maybe Michelle Michelle. All Michelle. right, <laughs> I'm calling him Michelle from now on. <laughs> he's he's become French. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's that's the return. Let's start by talking as we always typically do initial reaction jim you have the floor um so initial reaction before digging in too deep um because as far as jack jack suwinski i had never heard of um miliano i had never heard of tucapita marcano i have been pretty aware of for a while now so um Marcano, actually, for those who may not know, but Marcano, you know, he, he was in single A last year. He actually made the Padres opening day roster this year. Um, and and that was because um, I don't really know why, because he, he somehow made it because someone was hurt on, on the Padres coming out of spring training. I, think, I don't know if it was pro far, if it was Cronenworth, but somebody was out at the beginning of the year. And he stuck around yeah, for a I little bit because <clears throat> because then Tatis got hurt. So right. once Tatis got hurt, he kind of stayed there. <clears throat> um, that early April series against the Pirates, Marcano was on the Padres, um, actually made a start. Uh, I think he started at maybe third base that game, I want to say. Um, but he uh, he was part of that game <clears throat> where Mitch Keller just kind of blew up in the first inning. So, um, so he studied that – I mean, you – if you were watching, you've like seen him before. You probably didn't really take notice of him. Um, but 21 year old plays shortstop, plays second base, plays third base, plays left field, plays right field, kind of plays all over the diamond. Um, initially, when I was like, okay, looking at this trade, Marcano's the only one I've heard of. So he's a, he's obviously the, uh, He's the headliner here, right? Um, the other two, the other two, you know, we'll we'll, we'll kind of get to, but Marcano's the headliner. And at first, <clears throat> my first reaction was like, this is not the headliner I was necessarily expecting for Adam Frazier. Um, and, and the reason why I thought that is just because I, I I'm just not a fan of players like Marcano, like that profile, right? Um, he, he's he's young, right? So, and, and I was all over Twitter last night talking about this, but he's young. He's only 21 years old. He's in AAA. He's pretty advanced. Um, but like that profile of player, right? Where he, you know, good bat to ball skills, but very little to no power, right? Right. Um, I just... 
I'm kind of over those guys. <laughs> you know, we've we kind of we we see we see Newman, we've seen Frazier, and you know, Frazier has had has had a great year, right? But you know, you look at like Frazier's entire career, and you know, he's been a pretty uninspiring player. Um, I just was I was hoping for kind of more what Charrington has done the past couple of trades where he, he gets these really high upside guys. Mm-hmm. And Marcano is someone who I feel like has a pretty high floor, mainly because of his versatility. Um, but the upside isn't really there. Right. So that was my initial thought. Um, moving to Sawinski. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on Mark Cano? <laughs> okay. That's just initial thoughts, initial thoughts. And then yeah. I can go into a little deep dive, but those are initial. So I'll, I'll be honest. So, you know, thought the names, there was two of them at first. And I don't think McConnell was first listed or maybe he was. Now he was part of the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't, I'll, I'll admit, like I wasn't too familiar with him at all. Um, you know, I'll, of course, either of them. So the first thing I do was go to MLB Pipeline. Okay. Don't ask me why. I just think I will say that's probably the easiest to navigate of all the sites to just find prospects and see rankings and stuff like that. So uh, step up I your game, fan graphs and baseball America, and then I'll go to you first. <clears throat> but I went there first um, and initially saw him as the number five. So like, I guess initial reaction was, well, wow, like the Padres number five prospect. That's pretty solid. And then next to the name, you know, I saw 50 for his value and, as we talked last week with the Nelson Cruz trade, right, and the value, and my question, and I kind of rephrased it, wasn't specific to those players, but like the return value, right? You got 245s in return for the Twins, uh, pretty solid. It was like, well, could Fraser fetch a 50? Well, boom, there's a 50 according to Pipeline. Like, all right, Terrington, you know, number five in the Padres prospect list, pretty solid. Uh, it's a 50 value, pretty solid. My next move was Fangrass. Jim, that didn't go over too well. <laughs> that, that, that didn't help. When you go to Fangrass and saw him ranked as the 11th, right, and a 40 future value, I was, um, I was wondering why. What's going on here? So initial without looking too deep, I guess just kind of seeing that, right, researching was, uh-oh, uh, uh-oh. Because obviously there wasn't a whole lot of certainty. And then I guess uh, Baseball America had him at, I think, seventh. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, for one, there's not too much certainty on where this this guy is. Um, he's young. He's in AAA. You know, the last season of 2020, he went from single A just to AAA. Um, clearly light hitting. You look at the other guys, they're not ranked like anywhere, basically. Um, Baseball America did say that well, there'll be rankings. I guess we'll talk about that a little here. But um, yeah, like I said, initially it was, uh-oh, Charrington, what's what's going on with this deal? Because it's like like you said, it's not the mo at all. It's not the mo at all. It's not typically what he has done. Um, which doesn't mean it's right or wrong. You know, it's not as if well, it's not what he's normally done. It's just terrible. It's not what he's done. But even with that said. Understanding that Frazier's not going to return this haul. I mean, we joked it's not going to be a top 100. It's not going to be Andrew Vaughn. It's not going to be those types at all. But you would figure it'd be like Marte, 
this this is kind of I mean kind of to a degree, but these aren't the type of players in that deal at all. You know, like there was, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I kind of wonder what MLB pipeline season in Marcano as well to give that type of grade because you're right. He is limited. Not saying he can't be good, but yeah, my initial initial reaction was kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Charrington. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say just, you know, the differences and, and, and like I said, this is all just, scouts and what they see in him right mlb mm-hmm. pipeline has their scouts Fangraphs has their scouts pirates have their own scouts right that doesn't have anything to do with either of these two right so the pirates have their own grade on this guy um and, and it's something where you know pipe pipeline kind of thinks he can develop some power right um sure you know not a ton but they think that he can develop some power Fangraphs on the other side does not think that he can develop any power. Fangraphs actually has his hit tool ranked higher than um, than Pipeline. Um, so Fangraphs thinks that you know he can he can make contact, um, but but yeah, Fangraphs is just really really low on the power potential. Um, and, and it's interesting. I'm gonna be interested to see because my guess is they're gonna is Marcano is not going to report to the majors. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to be interested to see Marcano and the numbers he can put up outside the Pacific coast league. Right. So he was playing in El Paso. I don't know if you guys have ever been to El Paso, but you know, it's, it's not exactly like the lowest elevation place in the world. <laughs> you know, right. El, El Paso's, you know, it's at 3,700 feet above sea level. Right. Um, that's kind of how the Pacific coast league is, is like kind of all of those ballparks are high elevation. So you never really know what to think when you look at home run totals from the PCL. So I'm going to be interested to see first off, if they, if they, I mean, cause a triple a, assignment for him in general is pretty aggressive so i'm going to be interested to see if they just send him to indianapolis um and then i'm also going to be equally interested to just see kind of what the power numbers do right because he i mean he had three home runs in four in, in three years basically in the minor leagues three homers in three years this year he has six at triple a um which is something right i mean if, if you can if you can give me that um, over 44 games, then that, that actually shows some, some pop, um, just how, how real is that number? I guess we'll see. Um, so we'll, once, once we get him into a ballpark closer to sea level, uh, kind of see where, where he's at there. Um, and that'll kind of show, okay, is he more, is he more like a 25, 30 power guy? Or, and I'm talking about a 2080 scale. So 25, 30 bad. Um, or is he more like pipeline has him at a, at a 45, right? I mean, if you're at a 45 then I mean, hell you're, you're, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's what I'm going to be looking at most to see when, uh, when he gets into this organization, but to kind of just wrap up that Marcano talk, um, personally underwhelmed just because I'm not really interested in, in guys with that type of profile. Again, if he's really good at making contact and, and he can become Adam Frazier, then, you know, at the end of the day, you got to say this is a good trade. You know, if you trade Adam Frazier for somebody who becomes Adam Frazier, that's a good deal, right? Um, 
it's just not really someone that I'm interested in acquiring, if that makes sense. It does. Um, it does. Yeah. So I, I think that's just kind of how I view Marcano. I think at the, you know, at, at the end of the day, the pirates love this guy, you know, that's, that's who it seems like they were, they were after they threw in, they threw in extra money, you know, so they could probably get them. Um, I think it was John Heyman who said, you know, the pirates wanted Marcano when they were, they were in the Musgrove trade talks right. this off season and the Padres would not discuss him. They said, we're not willing to move him. Um, so, but, but, you know, he, he, so he clearly has had his eye on him for a while uh, and he was finally able to get his target in this trade. So, We'll see this trade. A lot of it is going to come down to just kind of how he is. I think the one thing you can, you can say about Mark Cano is that he's a very safe pick to, um, to at least be a major leaguer, mm -hmm. mostly because of the versatility, right? Mm -hmm. uh, anybody who can play third base, shortstop, second base, left field, right field, <laughs> um, and, and, and do it competently and, and be able to, to hit the ball a little bit is going to be able to, you know, find a spot on a roster. Right. Um, but, but to me, I'm feeling like that's kind of more his upside is a super utility guy, you know, like a, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about batting profiles in any way, but, you know, think of, um, um, Jose, you know, I don't know. Think of uh, Sean Rodriguez, right? Like that type of that type of versatile super utility player. Like I think he he could could become come that. Um, maybe not with the power that Rodriguez has, and obviously like diff, totally different hitting profiles. But right, that right. type of super utility guy, I think, is 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 what he can certainly become capable of. I don't think you're looking at someone though who can be who can be an everyday player in the majors. So that's kind of my word. I'll tell you what. So there's a few yeah. things here. I want to, we're not going to move on. We're still talk about him. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things here, you know, for one, I, like I'm with you on the profile. Something that kind of worries me is to the degree, like you said, this is a guy who I feel like you hope to become Adam Frazier. Um, and when I say that, Listen, we love that of Frazier. Okay. It's it's well known. <laughs> you guys know it. I know it. We like we liked Adam Frazier a lot. He can hit, right? Um, I'm not saying this kid can't hit. I mean, like the good things that stand out with him, he doesn't strike out at all. Right. And yeah, and the thing about him that's pretty cool too is he walks actually. Like it's not as he just doesn't strike out. He actually does yep. walk. He gets on base. Um, you know, that's something that Adam Frazier didn't like do to this degree at all ever either. Um, so he doesn't strike out, makes contact, he gets on base by walks. Actually, in his career, he has, I believe, more walks than strikeouts, correct? In his minor yeah, league career? More more walks than strikeouts, and then he has more walks than strikeouts as a 21-year-old in AAA. So that that you can point to and, and say, hey, that's pretty impressive. Exactly. So so there's that thing about him. Like you talk about the hit tool and such. He makes contact, doesn't strike out, walks a lot. I mean, that's that's good to see. The other thing, too, is you're right. Like in 2019, he was in A ball. There was no baseball in 2020. So, like you said, like, what are you gonna do? If you're the Padres, what are you gonna do with this kid? Well, of course, like you mentioned, he's on the open any roster, but then he slides down and goes to triple A, not double A. So a pretty aggressive push. I mean, you figure before this season, he's never seen anything ab above a ball. 
and he's he's playing in Triple A. It's a pretty aggressive promotion. He's he's holding his own a one on one waiter on credit plus in there. So he's about league average as a. I'm not gonna. Like, it's not like he's extremely. It's not like he's 19 or 20. You know, like we talk about Pagera, how young he is. It's not. I want to say he's like too too young in the extreme, but he's still young, and it's a big push for him. So he's holding his own in AAA. That's a positive. But I do worry. Like I, I look at this, and I feel, as we mentioned, like his best is Adam Frazier. You're hoping he becomes Adam Frazier, and that's really not what I. I want to see in the return. Like if a guy that you get settles to become Adam Frazier, that's fine. But I almost feel like his peak is hoping he's Adam Frazier one day. And these other two guys aren't as inspiring as, as well. So um, again, it, it does worry me a little bit. Um, what really worries me too, then looking in here as well and further again, Fangraphs is really down him. So this is the worst of what you're hearing. But Frangrass pretty much says, you know, that like all this stuff is, is good that we talked about. You mentioned as well, like the hit tool there is actually pretty good. They think he is. But it's just as I said, he is so rail thin, as I'm quoting, he is so rail thin that I don't think he's going to add meaningful weight and strength. You could argue this is a low variance 45 sort of profile, but I don't think Marcano is so good at shortstop that's, that that's the case. One note, offensive players like Freddie Galvis and Jose Iglesias, classic 45s, are each both comfortably better defenders than Marcano. So we're talking about his defense as well. His defense isn't as great. And it's not like he's some superb defender that that glove just plays, you know, and the bat's just extra. His defensive footwork is great, but his hands and actions are just okay. I'm cautious about overgrading Marcano just because he's so advanced. I think he'll end up a utility player in the Cesar Itzuris mold. <laughs> That's frightening. <laughs> that is frightening. Okay. Now, again, this is the worst of the rankings. But that, as your headliner, is absolutely frightening. And really, kind of looking at so I, I saw that and if I never really dug deeper into, I mean, I, I obviously know who Cesar is tourist is. He played for a long time, right? He had, he had a, he had a he very long major league career because he, he was a good utility infielder. Great um, versatility. Great versatility. He, he, he had some contact skills, right? Never struck out. Um, no power whatsoever, though. You know, seventeen um, career home runs yeah. in one thousand three hundred and ten games. Yeah, thirteen seasons, seventeen home runs. So, yeah, um, yeah. Ideally, that. But again, at the end of the day, you got to say, okay, if, if he becomes Cesar's tourist, and you've got yourself a utility infielder for five years that's valuable. Like that's something, right. You know, there's, there's a room, there's a, there is a roster spot for somebody like Cesar is Taurus on good teams. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, But, but again, that's kind of my thing is this isn't really the type of profile player that I, that I wanted to get back. I, I really have nothing wrong with like when people saw the trade and they were like, you know, we didn't get any top 100 guys we probably weren't going to get any top 100 guys, you know? Right. <laughs> so, um, 
so it was like from a from a um like from a pure talent standpoint i i think they got decent value for fraser or i'm not i'm not really like i like i don't think it was a bad trade in the terms of the value that was received i'm just i just don't love marcano's profile apparently ben sherrington really likes it my guess is that sherrington and his staff thinks that there's maybe a little bit of power in there that would be my guess right um is he the young yeah uh, is he the young Eric Gonzalez? <laughs> well, no, if Eric Gonzalez is the young Freddie yeah, Galvis, totally, is he totally the young different. Eric Gonzalez, <laughs> totally different profiles too. Like Marcano and Gonzalez strikes out, you know, forty percent of the time. I feel like well, sure. Marcano's not going to do that, right? So from an offensive standpoint, Marcano's not going to have as much power as as Gonzalez. Um, he's going to be able to hit the ball better than Gonzalez. Um, and get on base more than Gonzalez. So, you know, from a utility role type player, then then maybe. But I do think Marcano's ceiling is a little bit higher than that. Uh, but but again, I'm just I'm just not thrilled with the profile. And and, and part of that is yeah. again, I mean, it's not a younger prospect that you know i mean not that many people have heard of him of course either but it's not the younger prospect that we heard of that's ready to break out it's not like pagaro like could be you know he's mm-hmm. he's not advanced he's not up there yet so he's not number five on the prospect rankings in triple a sitting there and you kind of know what you have you know there's some unknowns to it but like the profile like what he could do is you know become a 20 home run hitter but the variance is so large that we don't know what he's going to become this seems like you said kind of safe he's there that's the other thing to this. Now, we're still not done. We're going to talk about some other things here, but just another reaction to this, right? Marcano's in AAA. The other guys are in AA. They're all like 22 years old in a sense. They're close. Mm-hmm. They're close. The The Pirates did select Henry Davis, not like the young shortstop this year. These guys are close. Uh, t- again, it could be coincidence in all this, okay? But if you want to talk also initial reactions, okay, this is part of it. Just seeing this and seeing whatnot and then reading a little more into it, you know, it wasn't an initial initial, but, you know, close to being initial afterwards. I kind of look at this and like, this is kind of very Huntington. Like, this isn't Charrington MO so far. This kind of seems Huntington-ish. Trade down Frazier. These guys are close. Like, you know, like, like, you know what you're saying? Like, the return is fair in that sense but the headline you're looking at probably being a utility player is it just because he can be here and he's going to be on the club next year and it's safe and you've acquired all these high upside guys and you're flooded with them and now let's get some guys that you know are going to be here or whatever um mm-hmm. And I know it's, it's, I can probably tell you right now, it's not all of that as well. This is part of the reaction because as we alluded to that, they really like this guy, but you know, again, like that's, that's kind of how I looked at this. Like these guys all, all older to a degree, like they're not like 18, 19 year old. They're all 21, 22. Like they're up there. Um, they're going to be close to the majors. Yes. I guess we're kind of starting to sense some direction, some window ish here, maybe if that's helping, but that was like the other thing that stood out too. Like these are, Guys that are going to be close, maybe a call up next year for for some of them, if not the year after. 
it's like i don't know if that played a part and, and again that was kind of my thoughts too like there's a little bit of of huntington in this in this trade in my point of view yeah, it's definitely been a little bit different than what he's done in the past, you know, where he's he's the headliners are those those younger guys, high upside and just, you know, you hope to develop them, right? These guys are kind of more more developed than than what he's what he's gotten. I don't really read into that too much. I think really you're still just looking for you know, you you're you're looking for the best value you can get in trades. Um, you know, regardless if they're four years out or two years out. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not looking into that too, too much. Um, I, I just have a, my, my gut on this based off of kind of what I read is that, you know, and we'll, we'll get into the other two guys, but I, I think, I think Ben Sherrington just really likes Tukupita Marcano. You know, there's just something about him that he likes. And, uh, and he was kind of, once once the Padres were able to include him, you know, he he pulled the trigger. I, I think that's kind of where where this all comes down to. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe to somewhat wrap him up then is is right. Like all the things that we just said, you know, we're not scouts. They have their scouts and such. We're just going off information and of course stats. And, and right, like I I worry. Uh, I'm definitely I'm not optimistically cautious as Tyler likes to say anymore. Uh, about this right like i'm, I'm kind of worried but the thing that makes me somewhat optimistic cautiously optimistic i guess is the sense like you mentioned charrington has apparently one of this guy like there's clearly something he sees and the fact that they try to acquire him uh in the musgrove trade right tells me that this isn't just something new they've had eyes on him for a while now um but I guess also to the same degree, if they tried to get him in the Musgrove deal and the Padres were reluctant to trade him in the Musgrove deal, right? And now here's Adam Frazier coming along and they're still trying to. And which for one, they're willing to do it. Like this isn't typically the Pirates MO as well. So like good on Charrington for for doing this and I guess talking nutting or whomever had to to make it happen. But like they also kicked in the $1.4 million, right? The rest of... Frazier's salary. They also kicked in to make sure they got this guy. So it's like not only did Charrington want him, but the Padres are very reluctant in giving him up. So to me, it tells me there's there's definitely two organizations that do see value in this kid. And that's what I guess makes me feel what I've been saying to some people is I, I guess there's going to be a lot of trust in this. The, the stuff on paper right now, like this doesn't look great by any means you know it's not like i'm excited about this return to me right now how i stand is exactly everything we said right it's how i stand but i'll err on the side of caution and i guess just respect because what charrington has done so far and i guess just trust in it at this point because i think that's all i can do because i'm not too thrilled (laughs) If it were me, I'm not pulling the trigger on this. I'm interested yeah. in what Seattle had to do for for cheaper, for no money. Yeah, it would be nice to have seen what Seattle offered had to offer. Um, apparently, there, that was another offer on the table. Um, I I have a feeling, just based off of like some athletic articles that I read this last week, um, Seattle just doesn't really have a lot to offer in general. 
so I'm not sure. You're also not basing it on what they presented, right? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Because whoever wrote that article, and of course there was one of our favorites (laughs) in it, but that guy from Seattle, oh my God, he's he's offering the Pirates all the 27-year-old single-A prospects. (laughs) Right. Like, that's going to get Adam Frazier. what What is going on here? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So let's move on. Let's move on to the rest of the trade here. Um, we kind of we kind of talked about Marcano there for a bit. He is the headliner, mm-hmm. so a lot of this trade is going to come down to him. Um, but I I, I want to say so. Let's talk about the next guy here, Jack Suwinski. Yes. Jack Suwinski, twenty two years old. He is about to turn twenty three. He turns twenty three in a few days. Um, twenty. So let's just call him a twenty three year old outfielder Fair. slash designated hitter. Um, double A left-handed bat Um, going into this year kind of completely off everybody's radar mm-hmm. like his name popped up in the in the trade and I immediately and I said kind of like you I look at their team rankings and kind of see where he falls and then kind of read up on him a little bit um, Jack Suwinski is nowhere to be found <laughs> <laughs> like anywhere like I had to actually like look up his name I couldn't just click on it from a list right, so Jack right. Suwinski nowhere to be found um, but then when you click on it and you go to go to him you're like oh wow um, this guy is mashing the ball in double A, like mm-hmm. just absolutely crushing it. Um, he's really everything you want to see about him. He's he's doing. He's walking almost seventeen percent of the time. The strikeout rate's a little high, but you know it's it's doable with what he's doing. You know in the other categories here, he's striking right. out right around twenty seven to twenty eight percent, but. He's hitting 269 with a 398 on base percentage, a 551 slugging percentage. He's got 15 home runs in double A. So you compare that to kind of the Pirates double A masher, Mason Martin, right? Mason Martin's got 19 home runs right now. Martin leads all of double A, by the way, in home runs. Take Um, that, Tyler. so you got Martin with 19 home runs. Now you've got actually there's one guy beating Bean Martin. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, so then now you've got this guy who you're gonna probably slot in at Altoona as well. That Altoona lineup <laughs> can just flat out rake. Um, so yeah, so you, you bring in this guy now. Yeah, 15 home runs. Um, high on base guy. He's interesting. You know, um, like I said, with the lost year, you really don't know. You know, a lot of stuff can just kind of happen, mm-hmm. you know, over the course of a year or two. And so maybe this is a guy who, hey, if he if he had played last year, maybe he would be on the radar. But because he didn't, he was kind of off everyone's radar. Um, and and now you're seeing him put these numbers up in double A and they're really good. Um, so. Interesting guy, because, again, the pedigree's not there. Right. I mean, he's a 15th round pick 2016 high school bat. Um, He, you know, he always showed a little bit of power in the lower levels, but like nothing to get like excited about. Um, But yeah, this year just completely blowing up and double A. He's interesting, you know? Right. I, I like agree with that. So like he's next on the list, as you mentioned, like there's nowhere to find him. So I'm just like on high alert. Oh my God. They got a light hitting, you know, middle infielder and then two nobodies. 
<laughs> but you're right. Like when you look at him and you're just like, well, how is he left on the list? I, I don't understand this. Um, mm. The number, I mean, you mentioned, I don't have to go into detail. The, the numbers are fantastic. You know, I would almost like if you take names and rankings away and just looked at stats, I would look at this and thought like Sawinski was the headliner. And I would have been like, oh boy, <laughs> like, wow, mm-hmm. look at this trade. But you know, what makes you worry is that before this season, nobody had him on any type of rankings. Nobody. So it's like, what's what's really there? For the people that want to, <clears throat> excuse me, for the people that want to go off and say, well, it doesn't matter what this return was because Adam Frazier is a fluke of a career, of a season anyways. You could say the same for like Sawinski. It's like, well, I mean, he's never done this before either. But what you do see is a lot of great stuff. And that's the other thing that stood out as well. It's like not only is just, you know, the power there and such. And, and yeah, the strikeouts are a bit alarming. It's it's not over 30%, but it's close. But for his career, he has, and of course, this year, it's even a, a much higher rate. He has walked also. So, yeah, like there are some positives. And we look at Baseball America. You know, I talked, of course, from Illinois, the cold states. You know, he he was kind of like, right, you said the high school kid had room to grow and develop. And maybe that's just what he's doing. Like he's developed yeah. and right. You didn't get to see that take place last year because there was no season, right? So it's kind of left in the dark. And now he comes out and says, hey, guys, look what I've done, actually. And he's breaking out to this degree. With that said, Baseball America does state that when the midseason rankings were to come out, he was going to rank 23rd in the Padres system. So that puts me a little at ease now. Like, okay, he has caught the attention. Baseball America was going to rank him at 23. So if you look at like a package of, you know, Baseball America 7 and now 23 prospects of San Diego, just at prospect numbers, right? Ranking and such. I mean, that makes you feel a little more comfortable about this. You know, maybe it's just that's just what it is. He's breaking out and he is a very intriguing bat. You know, I'm willing to see. I think about that aspect, man. If he goes to double A, that like I just want to watch those games all day long now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Curve the Bash Brothers down, down there. It's like the Bash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a few things here about Swinsky, right? We we've kind of all been drooling, you know, other than Tyler. We've been drooling over Mason Martin's year so far, right? Uh-huh. Um, but just a couple things on Sawinski. His walk rate is is the fifth best walk rate of, of anybody in double A across across the you know, the entire minors right um so fifth best walk rate in all of double a his weighted runs created plus of 154 fifth best in all of double a mason martins is 10th best by the way um so he's having he's having a season that is better than mason martin's double a season right um yeah. and and, and so again, this is this is definitely your more high variance, high upside guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, if 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 things have clicked for this guy and he's a corner outfielder with plus power, then hey, I'll take that all day. Um, but so far, super impressive season in Double A. Um, I'll be interested to see him a lot because I said he's again, wasn't on in radars before this year, but these results are real. Um, you know, these, he plays in a plays in a pitcher friendly park in San Antonio. So, you know, he's going to be moving to Altoona, which is also a pretty pitcher friendly park. Um, but he's putting up some great numbers. The, the walk rate and the power are both just really exciting. Yes. So that, yeah. That is 
again, this is all definitely intriguing stuff about him. Um, and now also one thing, you just look at the Pirates in itself. I mean, there's just no depth for outfield, especially with Swaggery going yeah. down. You know, that really hurts a lot. So he adds that at least too. I mean, that's somewhat cool. Again, you're not trading like just for positions or whatever, but like he is sliding in NAA now. He is an outfielder. Some of the Pirates can definitely use. And if he does blossom, I feel like he'll he'll have the opportunity given to him. You know, if he goes to AAA and he produces there, we're not sure what it'll make out to be as a, a major leaguer. I mean, he might just be a platoon bat, which, again, all things that you can use and be useful. But he'll, like, the thing about him is he'll definitely have the um, ability to play because it's not as if there's many people stopping him. So I wouldn't doubt yeah. if we see him next year in, in PNC, I think, by all means. <laughs> And that's another thing. He's Rule Five eligible this offseason. So if 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 they like him, they're gonna have to add him to the forty man roster. Right. Right. So he's a guy who's because of that fact right there, he's he's not that far off. Right. I mean, if you've got a corner outfielder who's gonna have to be on the forty man next year, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely some strong potential that you're seeing him at some point next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With you bringing it up now, oh, let's kind of touch on that just to a degree too. That's like another thing with this trade. I mean, we've already talked about the decisions. It's not as if they're the worst and toughest decisions in the world. We're talking about a baseball team that isn't that good. But there's already like this roster crunch next year on all these like Rule 5 eligible guys. It's 40-man roster. And so, right, like that's the thing with this trade. Charrington's like, well, let's just add more. Let's just make things even more confusing, right? Let's right. bring in all the guys that are eligible. And <laughs> so, like, so you're right. So now he's eligible. Like, they're all eligible. F- what the hell is going to happen next year? <laughs> we, there's like 78 yeah. guys on this 40 man roster right now heading into next it's year. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I guess the, the plus here is you're going to have a lot of, room on the 25 man you know like how many people on this 25 man roster are just going to be gone <laughs> you know at the end of the year <laughs> a, a lot um probably half of it i, um, I think as so, we almost talked a little bit it's might have been the, the brc yeah the ns9 plus wns9 plus yeah. whatever with mike i think we talked about then but let's let's kind of touch on this again here now to talk about that like cole tucker's job is certainly in jeopardy right now oh yeah Mm-hmm. especially with Marcano coming in like Marcano is the type of player that Cole Tucker was last year where he was kind of playing all over the place mm-hmm. um and and Marcano is now younger than Cole Tucker um I yeah I I think with this Cole Tucker's days are numbered I don't think he's a pirate sure. next year like up point I, blank I just, at this I, point I with this trade I think this trade seals it he is not a pirate next year. I just don't see where he fits in. Same. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, going 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 back to that, they they are going to have to add a ton of people to this forty man, and that that's going to mean a couple things. One, um, you're you're going to see a lot of these guys next year, like at some point. Mm-hmm. It also makes me think that maybe Charrington's process here on the rebuild is that there there could be one more year of just not being great. <laughs> I mean, cause I don't know how much room they're going to have to add on actual major league talent this <laughs> offseason. Yeah. 
you know, that you know, they're going to have point. all their, their, their whole 40 man is going to just be full of guys in double A. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of, I'm sure once that whole roster crunch happens, we'll talk about it a lot because there's going to be a ton of moves that need to be made this off season. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, Suwinski definitely, he's now another guy who you've got to throw into that fold. He's, he's going to be rule five eligible now. He was actually rule five eligible last year. So, um, yeah, so there, there's Sawinski. Definitely intriguing. Definitely interested. Um, the double A numbers are are there, and they're they're pretty they're pretty impressive for sure. I agree. So I guess let's move on to the next guy. And, and I just want to add here something. So, like as you mentioned, the first guy we talked about was Marcano. Um, easy to find information. Right with Swinski, you couldn't even find his name to click on. You never heard of him. You had to search for him. Um, but as you can see on that screen, like I was able to find a graphic. Like that's that's him hitting the ball. Right. Here's the thing on the next guy. <laughs> so of course we never heard of. We don't even know his name. Is it Michel? I, I don't know. We don't even know his name truthfully. But here's the other thing. I couldn't even find like an actual picture of him, like in game or anything. <laughs> opposed to just the generic like on his the the tin cups. What is that? The, is that the Cubs name? The tin cups. Uh, yeah. You couldn't, he had no pictures. Just the the, the, the generic, like, here's my face. <laughs> I couldn't find an actual picture of him. I even scoured, like, the website, their Twitter handles, stuff like that. Couldn't find a picture. So it's going to be blank. And that kind of tells you about the next guy. So well, if you want to sound a bunch, what? There's a bunch on here. Yeah. Are they actually him? Yeah. yeah. I Googled his name and a bunch Google of, like, name. Are you sure? It looks like it's all from like his scouting pictures. Like it's not from, not from being in the pot, but it's like his perfect game stuff. Oh, yeah, who cares about that? When I did, it, I got a bunch of like Anderson Espinosa stuff. I was like, well, that's not him. So, oh, maybe I don't know. But um, yeah. So let's talk about Miliano here. Um, so. I, I again, I don't know anything about him other than just looking at his base. He doesn't even really have scouting reports because he's never been interesting enough to have a scouting report. <laughs> um, but he's a he's a reliever. Uh, he started off the year in low A, mm-hmm. uh, got promoted to high A just a you know just about a week or two ago. Um, he put up some pretty impressive strikeout numbers really throughout his entire minor league career. So in low A, he struck out 52 batters in 25 and two thirds innings, 52 batters in 25 and two thirds innings. That's 18. That's over 18 batters a game, uh, uh, you know, every nine innings. So he's striking out two batters every nine innings. Here's kind of the problem though, Donardo. He's also walking <laughs> almost a batter in inning. <laughs> um, in 2019, when he was in, in rookie ball, he actually walked 11.14 batters per nine. Um, he's gotten that down a little bit. He was at 7.36 in low A. He's now 8.31 in high A. Um, I mean, this is, a, this is just one of your classic projects where you're the the strikeout numbers clearly show that his stuff is pretty insane right (laughs) um right 
excellent stuff. I mean, you can't put out strikeout numbers like that unless you have just an, an insane stuff. Um, the walk rate, though, just means that he has no idea where he's throwing the ball. <laughs> um, so just a complete project. This is a guy, again, he's going to be, he's roll five eligible. Uh-huh. But I don't think this is, this is probably someone you can get away with leaving off um, your 40 man and probably not risk you know, losing him being taken <laughs> just right. because that, that walk rate is so, is so high. I can't imagine a team risking a roster spot for that. I mean, especially to put on the majors all, yeah. all year long. I mean, if anything you yeah. mentioned this, oh. this kid needs some grooming <laughs> and Yes, so I'm not going to be done in the major <laughs> leagues next year. So, right, I think it's pretty safe that he's probably going to stay. Um, I mean, more power to whatever club takes him, I guess, because he gets right. some balls. But I, uh, yeah, like I look at him, I'm like, <laughs> it's it's funny because maybe Tyler won't like this, but it's like it's Stetson Alley. <laughs> we joked about <laughs> Stetson Alley yesterday that's, in our chat, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and this guy walks everybody, but he strikes out yeah. a ton actually. So. Yeah, it's it's definitely very interesting. Um, I'm not expecting much from him at all. I think he's just a pure flyer. When you look at like the past, you, you mentioned about rankings, whatever. I mean, so in 2020, Fangraphs had him as the number 52 prospect in the uh, Padre system, valued at a 35 plus future value. Um, yeah, like I, he's probably never seeing the majors. He. He's just a f- pure flyer. Has intriguing stuff. Yeah. You know, let's 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 play. Let's tinker with him. Let's find out. Um, to me, it's really the first two that make this package, if anything. Uh, but mm-hmm. like, I I find like I'm way more intrigued on. Um, I already got the name. Sawinski. Uh, so yeah, Sawinski. Um, yeah. and not so much on Marcano. Like Marcano just seems safe. Sawinski kind of seems like there's something intriguing with him. Let's find out what we have. But at the end of the day, both could really just be part-time role players. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's, again, I think in terms of like what you could expect value-wise for Adam Frazier, this is completely fair. Um, I just... Again, I I just don't like the profile on Marcano, so I'm not a huge fan of this particular trade. I would have liked to kind of I I wonder what else was out there, you know. Um, Same. And I also like I'd like to hear. Um, I'm sure at some point here we'll get some quotes from Sherrington, but there, there's got to be something about Marcano that he he just really likes. Yeah, and. I guess that's that's also why, like, I tweeted the way I did. I was like, you know, because all right, like they they paid the one point four million dollars because they wanted this kid. So mm-hmm. take that for something, and that's why I say something because to me, either that's really good or that's really bad because it could be really good. If you, I mean, this is who I want, and and they identified whatever it is they wanted him, and like I'll I'll respect that. You know, and to the degree, I mean, we can look at it and say you're undervalued, but if there's someone you want, you see something, go get it, you know, and, and if he turns out to be great, that's fine. But like the reason I say it could be really bad is because, you know, we haven't really seen 
I, I don't know how to put it. I mean, he's gone through like the younger guys. Obviously, he sees something in them, but like this is the probably the closest to the majors he's acquired. So for him to see something, if this kid pans out to be nothing, it's like, well, what the hell did you see? And now I, I, I reserve judgment for <laughs> for your ability to see yeah. talent. You know what I mean? Like so that's why right. I say it could be really bad because if you really saw something of this, and like it seems like not too many people are. And he does fail and doesn't pan out and is just becoming like, you know, say sorry, it's Harris. Um, then what the hell is it that you saw in this kid? And now please stay away. Let the other people do their jobs. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. This is one of those trades where you have to yeah, just I, wait. Mean, I, I guess most trades like this, you know, you just you just gotta wait it out and see what happens. Um Yeah, but to your degree and what you said, like I I do, I'm very intrigued to see what other teams were out there offering, Mm -hmm. because, again, it's like, are you telling me like you passed up on this because you really felt this way about Marcano? You know what I mean? Like, I want to see how much it truly like Charrington valued it or maybe this was just the best offer or what. But, you know, what I mean, like, yeah, it's like you're you're offered, you know, that and you pass it up because you really liked Marcano. I would love right. to know. Yeah, like were the White Sox willing to give up Jared Kelly, right? Because if like the White Sox were were willing to give up Jared Kelly, then like why aren't you doing that? Right? But <laughs> right. again, maybe maybe they weren't. You're right. So it, it kind of just goes back to who who knows what was out there. Th- this, th- like I said, the other thing too is like the actual again the value here seems completely fair, right? Um, it's just a matter of the particular player that was the headliner here. We just need to, we just got to need to wait and see here, um, to, to figure out who he is. If, if he's, if he's closer to what MLB pipeline thinks he is, then, Hey, we, I think we did well. If he's closer to what fan thinks he is, then we probably didn't do very well. Um, if he's in the middle, like baseball America kind of has them in the middle of those two, then it's fine you know it, it it's so. fine and then it's what's Sawinski, <laughs> right yep yeah yep oh. uh, i'm with you if it all pans out and he is a good hitter who gets on base like he slots in the lead off then yes it's a win but i just feel like that's the absolute ceiling that's he, the absolute best case he has scenario. to hit right. and and right and then he's, he's basically became adam frazier this year <laughs> yeah. so yeah. so you know, like his absolute ceiling is that. And if that hits, then then that is great. But, you know, how often do everyone hit their absolute ceilings? It's not often at all. Um, Adam Frazier hit his ceiling this year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and there luck- you go. And they, yeah, and luckily we were able to, to you know, get this in return. So, yeah. So hopefully Marcano doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he provides useful years when the Pirates need useful years. And not right. when they're looking to trade him in 2027. Yes. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up, at least on my end. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add in and talk about? I think that's good. Um, just kind of quickly here. Fan grab. Marcano. Yes. Slide in at 33rd. Swinsky slides in at uh, 
50, you know, 49 is where Swinsky slides in. Um, 49. Uh, Pipeline hasn't updated their list yet, but on Pipeline, um, Marcano should be somewhere in the top 13, just based off of where they where they rank him with San right. Diego. So, which I mean, let's also say part on, of that is to the degree of how deep the pirate system is, but also part of that is because yep. Marcano isn't all that swell of a player either. Yeah, I mean, so the the one thing that you know you can kind of take from this is you know the Padres' number five prospect in pipeline is probably a top 13 prospect for the pirates mm-hmm. number. He was number 11 in fan graphs. He's number 33 now that he's with the pirates. Right. So what that shows you, the pirates farm system, it's pretty deep. <laughs> they got, they got a ton of talent in there. They do. Yep. All right. Well, to sum it up, I guess we're a little uninspired. It is what it is, and I guess just at this point in Charrington, you trust and wait and see, and I guess hope for hope for Adam Frazier 2.0. And not just to slide this in, and not because we brought up this comp too, not Kevin Newman. I mean, talking yes, about like the low Kevin strikeouts Newman. and such. Right. Hopefully, it's not yeah. Kevin Newman. Okay, hopefully not Kevin. Newman. All right, thank God. Yeah, I don't think we want to see another Kevin Newman. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to see this Kevin Newman anymore either. <laughs> Let's hope his roster spot isn't safe either next year. Right. All right. So we're out of here. We'll be back. Uh, I guess this Thursday for another NS9 Live. So we'll talk to you guys then. Bye bye. See you guys. <laughs>